Playhouse. What are you getting at, Grammy? J.W., go up to the store in a day or so and get a brand new tablet. And write down everything you want us to do. Where to plant and when and how. And leave directions about the stock, too. We'll just follow your directions. Sounds like a good idea. But, uh... Who's going to read the orders? Don't get sassy, Joe Wheeler Gordon. Sure, Grammy had her shortcomings, particularly reading. But if you're the right kind, you'll make out all right. It won't be easy, of course. Not any easier than it was for Grammy and the others who were called Ramuses. How they solved their problems is revealed as Authors Playhouse presents James Street's story of Mississippi Swamp Folk, that old Gordon place. Ron, sit right over yonder. Pull up your pants legs to save your creases. Now read out loud. Yes, am What does it say over there in that right-hand corner? Listen. Yep. Just a big old dead about soybean seeds. Now, let's have it. But, Grammy... Let's have it. All right. Soybeans, cheap and easy to grow, easy to plant, nice crops. Come to Tillens for your soybean seeds. Now, let's have J.W.'s wedding. And do it first class. <clears throat> Joe Wheeler Gordon arrives today from Camp Shelby while he's in training attached to an uh, artillery uh, artillery unit. On Tuesday, he will take his bride, lovely Betty Rogers, of Sackatuck Avenue. Yes, no man, B.J. Rogers, will be soliciting labor for his sawmill right at the wedding. You mark my words. He hates to have people stay on the farm. Yes, them Rogers only moved into this community ten years ago. And they'll be outlanders till their blood mixes with the native blood. Well, that'll soon come to pass. And their daughter marries our boy. <laughs> but just because that Rogers runs a sawmill, he thinks he can lord it over us Mississippi swamp folk. Rednecks, pickerwoods, he locksley calls us. Or Ramuses, worse. Ramuses? What's that, Granny? Ignoramuses, if you want to know. Well, don't you ever feel called upon to be ashamed, Ron? Gordon was living in the old Gordon place when the revolution come. And the first Gordon married a princess of the clan of the wind, rulers of the Muskogee Indians, and built this old place. Then the outlanders started coming in and begun calling us Ramuses. Yep, there was the readers and the Ramuses, and they don't mix. Well, Grammy, how was it that you didn't learn to read? Hmm, what did they learn to read for? Want no books to read. No need to write letters, and we could walk a few miles and visit. They say Mrs. Rogers takes a daily paper and even reads in public. <laughs> Bible stories and such like. Yeah. They say she reads two or three whole books a year. Now, Ronnie, that's an exaggeration, and you know it. Yes, sir. You mind J.W. begun quoting Betty? Mrs. Rogers sent word that she'd call. Yes, sir. <laughs> she aimed to say she down here and loaded over me. Ain't nobody going to sit in the big chair in this house but me. Maybe I'll share the big chair if they're fitting. 
Nobody's going to hog it. She won't be neighborly. She's curious. <laughs> well, I recollect the day she come a-calling. <laughs> I told you, sort of a fear. Yes, more coffee, Miss Rogers. I've had plenty, thank you. <clears throat> uh, see here by the paper, where your husband's gone to Mobile on business. Why, Mrs. Gordon, I didn't know you read. Well, of course I do. Do you? I sure do. Well, I've been reading since I was knee high. I never use glasses. <laughs> I see here where the Friedlanders have moved up over Whitten's general store. The Bartlett's are having a nice picket fence built. Yes, I should have told her that. But I'll be switched if I was going to let an outlander lord it over me just because she could read. Yeah. Say, Grammy, do you reckon Shay W will drop by and see Betty before he comes here? He better not. Proper for a man to come home first. Then go get his girl and bring her to his house for supper. And the folks, too. Ah, uh, J.W., come here first. He's a first-class man. He's due most any minute now. I better go cry the mule. You know how he is about the mule. Man, go ahead. Don't stand there. Grim, here he comes. Well, go fetch him a dip of cold water, fresh from the well. Yes. J.W. Grammy. <laughs> oh, Grammy. Hey. Let me hug you. <laughs> Oh, it's good to see you. Oh, it's good to be home, Grammy. Oh, oh thanks, Ronnie. Oh. oh, oh, that's mighty good. How are you, Ronnie? Fine, J.W. Did you, did you stop by and see Betty? No, I came here first. I'll go get her directly. Her folks too. How's the place? Mm, sure, right. I reckon. How's the army? All right, I reckon. Mm. Them hands of yourn fit plow handles. Them feet fit furrows. You ain't found your place yet in the army. Got a good gun? A uh, big one. Many artillery. Men can kill more folks with a big one than a little one. Maybe. But I like to do my own aiming. I'm going to poke around. Uh, be back directly, Grammy. All right. Come on, Ron. Ronnie, how's Grammy's reading? Sort of second hand. Reckon she aims to tell Betty she can't read a lick? She don't aim to tell her nothing. She's rightly proud of Betty. But she said Betty might tell her mother she can't read. Mm, Grammy generally knows what she's doing. But Betty's going to be around and she ain't dumb. I hope it works. How are you and Grammy going to handle this place this summer? I don't know, but it's got to be done. Better put in some peanuts this year. And that patch across the creek. Peanuts? That's cotton land. Government needs peanuts. Ain't no peanut man. I ain't ever raised them. I ain't ever killed no Germans and Japs, but I aim to. You'll need corn that bottom land and push it, plow deep. Soon as falls nigh, pen up your hogs and shovel the corn to them. Government needs hogs. Okay, what else? Uh, put soybeans yonder where we had corn last year. I don't know nothing about soybeans, J.W. Government needs soybeans. Uh-huh. Ronnie, can you keep a secret? A military secret? Sure. We're making a secret weapon out of peanuts and soybeans. Oh. Uh, That's a fact. You mean vitamins. So what? Now, if it was the bad soup. I don't mean vitamins. I mean an explosive. Something brand new. And it comes from peanuts and soybeans. Better than dynamite and TNT? Got them beat to a frazzle. Boy, one drop of this explosive in a shell, and wham! That's all there is to it. And they pick up Japs and Germans and baskets. 
Get the Artie? Yeah. That's how come I'm home. I told the Army that if soybeans and peanuts could be grown, you're the man to do it. We're picking out key men here in Yonder to grow them. Thought you'd come home to get married. Uh, mm, that was just sort of an alibi. Uh, but don't say that. There's nothing about that, neither. Now, can we count on you? Who is we? The Army. You might have come a right. You show me how to get them goobers and soybeans started, and I'll do the rest. Grammy's going to want to pry, but I'll tell it's a military secret. That's right, Shake. Now then, I'm going down and fetch Betty and her folks up here for supper. Gizzards more than white meat, and tell you why. Now you take a gizzard. You know I've just like finished reading the whole book. It's called So Red the Rose. Did you read it, Mrs. Gordon? Don't read books, Miss Rogers. I just read news and things, wars and about crops. Well, when do you find time to read? I have to make myself take time to read. I'm so busy with my sewing and all that. Generally, I read at night after everybody's in bed. Sometimes when I'm sewing. Or Sometimes it get Ron to read to me. Good practice for him. I'll read to you. Well, thank you, Betty, honey. Hey, Mrs. Gordon, how are you and Betty going to run this place this summer? Well, we'll have Ronnie, Father. What you getting at, Mr. Rogers? Well, you ought to rent this place or sell it. No telling when J.W. will get home to run it. Ronnie could get a job in my sawmill, and you folks could move right into town. What? Huh? You mean let somebody else live here? Ain't nobody ever lived here but Gordon. Well, so what? This is war. How many wars has this place been through? How many has it been? Including the Indian ones. Mm. Mm. Mr. Rogers, help yourself to biscuits. Butter yourself somewhere hot and pass them, please. After we eat, I want to see Ron's oats. I, I think it's coming up a rain, but will you come out with me, Betty? Of course, J.W., Soybeans and peanuts are new crops to us. Me and Ron might have trouble. Well, I'll help you get them in the ground. The rain's coming. Won't be able to plant for days. By that time, you'll have to go back. Besides, ain't fitting for a man to spend his honeymoon in the fields. Wouldn't be fair to Betty. What are you getting at, Grammy? Go up to the store in a day or so and get a brand new tablet. And write down everything you want us to do. Where to plant, when, and how. Leave directions about the stock, too. We'll just follow your directions. Hmm, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> uh, who's going to read the orders? Don't get sassy, Joe Wheeler, Gordon. <laughs> How are you going to keep Betty from finding out about the reading? Mm, cross that bridge and I'll get to it. You'll be going back to that big gun before long. The quicker you learn to shoot that gun, the quicker you'll be back. Yes, ma'am. I wish they'd give me a rifle. I don't cotton the cannon. Well, you do like you, they tell you up there, and we'll do like you tell us down here. Before long, everything will be all right again. Now, Ronnie, I bought a tablet and a brand-new pencil, and I've written down everything. I used the first page for weather signs, mm -hmm. see? 
Now, I've drawn a line right here, and I wrote down about the stalk. That took two pages, and the directions about the soybeans start in the middle of the third page. Right here? Yeah, right there. And, and go over here to down here on the fourth page, uh -huh. and, and then comes the directions about the corn and so on. You see? Yeah. You sure filled up a lot of pages. Well, you just do like it says here, and you'll get by. Kind of goofy to put the business about soybeans and peanuts down here in writing. It ought to be in cold. Oh, you just be Popeye sure nobody gets hold of that. And don't talk about it. Grammy and Betty know I've written directions, but they don't know it's a military secret. And they won't say nothing about it because they think it's not a secret. That's how women are. You sure learn fast. I keep the tablet in my room. Besides, it's as good as code. Your writing ain't so hot. Ronnie's room. Right on the first page, them instructions. Just tear it out and get Ronnie to read it to me. And I've got to hurry, too. Betty begin to wonder. Thanks, Ronnie, for reading it. Huh. Just like we've always done it. There's nothing new about that. Oh, I could have told Betty that. How come you tore out the whole page? Why don't you bring the whole tablet? Oh, don't ask them any questions. I don't know why I done it. I just done it. Now go on, get it back to chores. I'll put it right back after I call and tell Betty. All right, Grammy. Betty? Yes, Grammy? Betty, I just read it. It says let the calf have the slippings for a while. All right, Grammy. Thanks. Gotta be getting better. Better shut the window. It's awful windy. I think it's gonna rain. Bless that wind. Oh, I know that the papers from the tablet scattered all over the floor. Oh, I just got to get them back together somehow. Grammy, I think it's time to plant the peanuts. J.W. wrote down here, walk the ground hard and plow deep. Be sure it is put in bottom land. Hey, J.W.'s crazy. Well, I reckon J.W. knows what he's doing. He says here to plant him in bottom land. That ain't right. That's corn land. See what he says about corn. Corn. Now, these directions say put corn on hilly ground. Did you ever? Say, anybody been messing with this tablet? I read it every now and then. You get mighty big for your britches. J.W. said plant corn on hilly ground, and that's where we do it. Grammy, I've been working mules hard. Seems that I should increase the cottonseed meal in their feed. When I checked the tablet, 
fact, I've read it through from beginning to end a hundred times. Yes? Rammy. Yes? Grammy, you told me a fib. Well, you've told me fibs. This tablet is all messed up, and so are we. What happened? Well, it was Betty's fault. Betty's? Well, what I mean is, if it hadn't been for Betty saying her hands was wet and she couldn't handle the tablet, I, I never had to do it. Well, what I mean is, it was it was a windy day and all, and the wind just blew in and mixed us all up. I mean, mixed them up, the papers. So I just put them together again and pasted them a little harder than they was pasted, that's all. Oh, Grammy. Reckon I was just ashamed to let you know I messed it up. But you can fix it. No, I can't straighten it out. J.W. didn't number the pages. When a jam, Grammy. What are we going to do, Ron? i got to find J.W. and get this thing fixed. But he's a long ways off. How are you going to get there? I'll ride one of the mules. Probably old Jake, because he needs for J.W. to look at him anyhow. I'll get there all right. Yes, and Betty knows going, she'll want to know everything, and she'll find out about the tablet. she find out that I can't read. Why don't you mail that tablet to J.W.? I'm not trusting it to anybody. You tell Betty I'm going to pass a ghoul to look at the mule. But that'll be a fib. I'll take a bag of feed for Jake. That'll save money. I'll be ready to go pretty quick. I'll need a little money. Where'd you keep it? In my top drawer there. That tobacco can. I'll be back when I get done. Betty? Betty? Uh, she's downstairs, fixing you some iced tea. Well, Miss Rogers, when'd you come? Well, Betty came over and got me when she saw you weren't feeling well. You've been working too hard, Miss Gordon. I've been sitting here most two hours. You've been sleeping the sleep of the exhausted. Yeah, I'm all right now. It's right neighborly of you to come over, Miss Rogers. <laughs> That's what neighbors are for. Here's some tea for you, Granny. Well, thank you, honey. Have some tea, Miss Rogers? I've already had some. I'll, uh, I'll read to you. No, don't bother. Well, I suppose you are tired of reading or being read, too. Betty told me you'd been reading this book to her and how well you read. Hmm. Uh, mind if I take this book home to read? I'll be back later on to see if I can help out. I'll take it. Thank you, Miss Rogers. <laughs> I'll be back soon. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye. Hmm. Laid on sort of thick, didn't you, Betty? How come you had to say book? Oh, I don't know, Granny. Mama got to asking me questions about your reading, and I just up and said you'd been reading to me. And I just said book to make it sound bigger. How long you know I can't read a lick? Oh, I don't know. Look at me. Who told you? Nobody, Grammy. I just put two and two together. And I ain't telling nobody. I reckon I know why you did it. You're sort of like me. What are you getting at? You remember that Laurel girl who come down here last year? Mm-hmm. Well, she said she'd had private piano lessons. And J.W. got to shining round her. So I told him that I'd studied dancing when I was a little girl. I just wanted to show off to make him think I was something special. <laughs> so it looks like you did. <laughs> Come over here and sit by me, honey. I want to tell you where Ronnie's going. Say, can I water my 
reckon you can. Can I get some hamburgers? I reckon you can. Can Shelby, how far is it? I reckon by day after tomorrow you can get there. Am I heading right? Yes, you are, son. Say, aiming to sign up? Nope. How many these hamburgers you want? Five, I reckon. What do you want there, boy? I wonder would you let me graze my mule in your pasture. I gotta go in the camp, Shelby. I'll be right back. Uh, planning on enlisting? Well, maybe. <laughs> okay, leave the mule here. Thank you. going on here, Private? This kid says he wants to see the general, sir. Won't you settle for a colonel, son? Here's Colonel Cartwright. Maybe he'll have a minute to see you. What's this all about? Oh, this boy wants to see the general, sir. General is busy, son. I'm his colonel. Can I help you? I'm Ronnie Gordon. I want to see my brother, J.W. Gordon. What's his outfit? He handles a big gun. There are thousands of soldiers here, Ronnie. You'll have to tell us more about your brother. Does he look like you? Well, yes and no. He's a first-class man, but his pants don't fit. I got to see him. Come into my office, son. Yes, sir. Uh, you sit down in that uh, swivel chair there. Uh, now, uh, you can trust me. Tell me what's on your mind. Maybe I can help you find your brother. It's about the peanuts and sawbeans. Oh? J.W. told me that the army wanted me to grow them. Yeah? He let me in on a secret. Uh-huh. I know you make explosives out of them, and I ain't told a soul. Not even Grammy. But Grammy got the tablet all mussed up, and I planted peanuts while I ought to planted corn. And the hogs are loose, and old Jake's sick, and... Oh! Why, of course. Uh, this is a miserable state of affairs. But we'll fix things. You did right in coming to me. I'll call the adjutant. Yes, sir? Uh, send in the adjutant. Right away, sir. You know, son, I'm a farm boy myself. Yes, sir? Yep. From Ohio. Oh, a Yankee farmer. Uh, Lieutenant Williams, we must find this man's brother. Uh, peanuts are growing where uh, corn should be, and the uh, the hogs are loose. Uh, Jake is sick, too. Oh, uh, very well, sir. Uh, it'll take time. See that this man has quarters until the mission is completed. What about Jake? Uh, Jake? What about him? He's out in the pasture over yonder. Huh? Oh, you see, Jake is my mule. Maybe you figured he was another brother. Well, I... But he's just a mule I rode up here. J.W. can cure him. J.W. is a mule man from way back. Best mule man in the county. Oh, just a minute, son. Is your brother about this tall, black hair? Sounds like J.W. Oh, fighting Joe Wheeler, sir. Uh, Joe Wheeler Gordon. That's him. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, could I have a word with you aside? Why, go ahead, Lieutenant Williams. Uh, I know this Gordon, sir. Yes? I was checking his record this morning. He was on a 155 millimeter and was the sloppiest soldier in the camp. You don't say. Yes. Then his CO heard that he liked mules. He was transferred. Mm-hmm. He's the best mule man in the army. Shall I send for him, sir? By all means, have him report here at once. But Joe Wheeler Gordon reporting his audit, sir. At ease, Gordon. Thank you, sir. But what's wrong, Ron? Everything. But it ain't Grammy or Betty. We need your help, Gordon. The hogs are loose and Jake's sick and... 
Oh, a lot more. Uh, Grammy got the tablet mixed up. Oh, I forgot to number the pages, sir. I I just got married. What happened to you? Your uniform looks swell now. And how's the big gun? Oh, I'm handling mules now. And I got me a rifle, Ron. Uh, Gordon, they may need you at home for a few days to get the soybeans and peanuts started. Uh, I'll arrange it. I'll send you and your brother and uh, Jake back in a truck. Go get ready. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Well, there's a good soldier. He should be a first-class private. First class? He's been first class for years. Grammy said so herself. Takes this army a long time to catch on, don't it, sir? Must be a past my Yankees in it. I'm afraid so, Ronnie. Uh, can't be helped. Well, that being the case, the war may last long enough for me to get in. Then me and you will show him. I aim to join up with you. Thank you, Ronnie. Well, now... Of course, it's against regulations for the Army to give medals to civilians. But I think it's all right for me to give you this. In a pinch, it'll make a better weapon than that pocket knife I can see hiding under your shirt. Here. It's a steel letter opener. Regimental insignia on it, too. And this... This is for Grammy. Thank you, sir. It's a monogram bookmark. My respects to her, son. And tell her... This will keep her from losing her place. You have heard James Street's story, That Old Gordon Place, adapted for Author's Playhouse by Dorothy Cheney Quinnan and directed by Mr. Harry Bubeck. Hazel Dopati, Master Robert Ellis, and Mr. John Coons were heard as Grammy, Ronnie, and J.W. The orchestra was conducted by Mr. Joseph Galicchio. Next week, same time, same station, Author's Playhouse will bring you Elizabeth Dunn's amusing story, Woman's Work. does R-A-D-I-O spell besides radio? R for relaxation, A for amusement, D for drama, I for information, O for opportunity. Because American radio is a free enterprise built by free people, all radio listeners have the opportunity to enjoy a variety of programs each day. What is better than listening to good music when you're tired, laughing at your favorite comedian? Hearing the stories of great dramas. Listeners can learn much from radio, too. There is no better source of accurate, instant information today than radio. NBC and the independent stations affiliated with the network are radio. Radio, which spells different things to different listeners. But one thing, above all, to everyone, the best programs on the air.
program came to you from Chicago. This is the National Broadcasting Company.